0: Recording live from Austin, Texas, a conversation about marriage and family that women will love and guys won't want to turn off. Dr. Jimmy Myers and Dr. Josh Myers are a paradox.
1: Welcome back.
2: Yeah.
0: We took a
1: mini break. We did. It was unintentional.
2: We just got lazy. We were intentionally lazy.
1: And a Myers man never really gets lazy. It's actually a continual state of correct. We occasionally
2: get non-lazy. But our natural state.
1: But we also have, the three of us Myers men, have three jobs. So potentially if you're paying us, we're not lazy. Okay. But the work we do for free, there's a lot of laziness. Oh, there's a
2: lot of laziness. Our homeostasis is (laughs) like homeolaziness is what the technical term.
1: Our apologies for this mini break. I was traveling was actually the reason.
2: We need to post the picture of the golf.
1: Oh, we do need to post
2: the picture of the Because they would see what we were doing.
1: What was What's funny is we're going to do an Instagram post, and it's like four days later. <laughs> <laughs> we're not on our socials posting much.
2: So we, we are coming back. We're doing something, and I know for some, you're going to be my lord. They're talking about porn again. But just bear with us, because here's what we want you to do. There's a group called Fight the New drug. They're a group that's been around for a while. That you've really only known about for a couple weeks. Well, I've known about them for a while. Okay. i um, have only seen the videos? Within the last month to six weeks. Now,
1: I've only seen the videos the past couple of weeks. So this is why this is coming back up for yes. us. Is this is so good, we had to talk about porn again.
2: Yes. And I go back to the latest research showing that over 8 and 10 20-year-old men are looking at hardcore pornography weekly. 20-something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 30 and down. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be talked about. What we're asking y'all to do is Fight the New Drug has put out this. There are three. They've put out a documentary on pornography, and it's broken down into three 30-something minute segments, and it's called Brain Heart World, and we want y'all to go to brainheartworld.org because you can watch this. They will allow you to watch it, I think, once or whatever for free.
1: All of them for free?
2: Yeah, all three of them. Ah. You can just go on I individually. I need you watch one
1: video for once, but you can watch all three of them yeah, once.
2: that like you can look at the documentary for free. Awesome. But if you're going to use it in your church or if you're going to use it like we do at the center, then you got to buy it. So we're asking you, if you're married, to y'all need to watch this together. I don't know what you'll need to do to threaten your husband to get him to do this, but you need to look at it together.
1: And if you're single, I don't know why you'd be listening to this show, but... If you're single, watch it alone. Yes. And, or just pull a random woman into the room.
2: And watch it with, watch the... it with her.
1: No, no. No? Don't do that. Oh.
2: That's bad. Your mom? No. Nope. Did you pull your mom in? No. No? No. Only female spouses. Oh. And they have to be your spouse.
1: So then if you're single, you watch it by yourself. That makes sense.
2: And if you have a child that's fifth grade or older, watch it with them.
1: Average age is 10. First Average exposure.
2: age is 10. And I love that in the first video of the three... The way these things are done is amazing. The way that a a young person would see it, understand it, very, a lot of money when you can see it just drips money with uh, the writing and the execution, the production value, the animation that they use is very, very cutting edge, really funny, and how do you make this funny? Yeah, uh, it would
1: definitely connect with middle school and up.
2: Yeah, so because what, what Brain Heart World does and – we're not we're not getting any uh, payment for pushing this. We're pushing this because how fantastic it is. What they do is the first video is on the brain, the porn's impact on the brain. And then the next one is how porn influences and in some cases virtually prevents intimate relationships. And then the third— Because
1: love is focus. Yeah. And we're not going to get too far into that. So good.
2: So good. And then the third is how porn impacts the world. And, oh, my God, that's the part that's left out, is how it impacts child trafficking, sex trafficking. Uh, This one lady that was in the industry, she said, I was a China doll, not because she was petite and everything. It was because China dolls have smiles painted on them. And I had to paint a smile. Put it all together, and it's an amazingly powerful presentation. So we want y'all to watch this. We're going to talk about the brain this week, heart next week, and then the world the following week. And we want y'all to watch it. If you've got questions or comments about it, get those to us on what? What do we do? All Facebook. free socials,
1: Doc's Podcast. You can also email yeah.
2: us. Yeah.
1: You can go to our paradoxpodcast.com website and email us. Mm-hmm. My email address for the show is josh at paradoxpodcast.com, but you can also email us through the
2: website. So we interact with us about this. Since doing the, the, the CSAT training, the certified sexual addiction training, I'm seeing so much of this, and it's impacting everybody. I'm having men come in for just marriage issues, and they're saying, yeah, I look at porn, but it's not a problem. They're that. Oh, yeah. They, people see it as a victimless crime. They're, they're eyeballs deep in denial, because unless you think it's a fabulous thing that just Jesus loves, then... As a Christian, if you're doing something that violates your own morality, then it's a problem. And if you repeatedly do it, something that violates your own biblical ethical code—and is a violation it, against your wife—yes, it is by definition a problem. So here we go. We're looking at the first of these videos, and this is how this porn is mainly, impacts the brain. Mainly, sorry,
1: mainly a boy problem, but progressively more a girl problem. Yes.
2: And again, what, it was so great that they used a girl in the first video. And second. To talk about how it's a problem with them as well. The first thing that they address on how the uh, porn impacts the brain is that our brains can and do physically change. Plasticity. Plasticity. And they, they do a great job of trying to kind of explaining this. And, and we now have science that is catching up with the truth in that, you know, how how pornography specifically change, physically changes the brain. So it is not just an activity that I, you know, that I do and, you know, it's not harming anybody. It's not harming me. You know, boys will be boys. No, actually, empirical research out the wazoo is demonstrating how pornography physically changes the brain.
1: And there's no even research that suggests otherwise. Correct. You know, neurobiology is, we've only really had the technology to study the brain for 15, 20 years. And so it's really since the turn of this new millennium that we've been able to do this. And so we've just now started to research it, and all of the research is showing that it's bad. Yes,
2: absolutely. And it's...
1: Not bad, Sorry. That it changes your brain. Yes. What we're focusing on today.
2: Correct. And and it's and it's it's sort of like marijuana when they say, you know, ban, the the pot you smoked back in the seventies is nothing like the pot that you smoke today. You know, today the 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 THC levels are so much more than they were back in the day. It's sort of the same with porn. If you look back in Oh, the, that Sears catalog. The Sears catalog. The sixties and seventies. You know, where you had Penthouse or Hustler or Playboy, you would have 40 or 50 photographs that you would look at.
1: Not that you were counting.
2: Hmm. 53. (laughs) (laughs) And then you would say, okay, that was really exciting. Now, I'll wait a month to get 40 or 50 more photographs. 52 more. Now, they're getting that equivalent of pornography the first five seconds they're online. Through videos and hundreds and hundreds of videos watched in a hundreds single session. Of the
1: weirdest, strangest things.
2: Which is why, you know, you can't say, you know, hey, you know, we people have always looked at porn, you know, it's not a big deal. What we're dealing with today is such a big deal because so exaggerated. of the neuroplasticity that our brains change, neural pathways are formed, especially the earlier that you're exposed to pornography. And again, age 10 is very early. That type of an intense exposure in and of itself can cause the brain to change and then to seek to replicate that yeah. dopamine hit.
1: Bingo. And it changes in that it seeks replication. Yeah. It, it needs not only it again, but it needs more of it and it needs different of it
2: <laughs> yeah. to,
1: to cause the same dopamine Absolutely.
2: level uh, and excitement. You'll see the guys. Uh, one guy specifically says, you know, after a while, yeah, I, I'm just, I'm emotionally, I'm completely flat. I'm flatlined and I need more dopamine. I need more. And you'll hear this like in heroin addicts. I didn't take heroin to get high. I took heroin to feel normal. And guys that watch a ton of porn, that's what they'll tell you. I'm watching it just to feel normal. Because otherwise, I'm, I'm emotionally comatose. And the
1: resolution to that, once that guy, that particular guy was off of it, he said, I finally felt human.
2: Yes, those were his words. The power of images uh, and, and that they can take this idea of neuroplasticity and make it entertaining and understandable is sort of amazing. And they talk about the concept of supernormal, uh, that our brains prefer exaggerated images of normal. And to the exclusion uh, to to the you can ignore then the normal. And they used this famous experiment with the butterflies, where this researcher took female butterflies uh, with a certain you know color and pattern on their wings, and they made he made cardboard butterflies that were larger and more vibrant
1: than the female than butterflies. the female
2: butterflies. the same the same just exaggerated. And the males, Preferred the cardboard. They'd they they flocked to the card, trying to mate with the cardboard, ignoring the actual and the, real females. The
1: females were there. We're in the in flying the cage. Around, yes.
2: And they said that's been duplicated with monkeys. That's been du- with Shetland ponies. I mean, it doesn't matter across the species. Brains- Have you seen
1: this Shetland pony experiment?
2: Oh yeah, it was it was a very large. You're making up animals at this point. Shetland pony.
1: Can't be too large because then it wouldn't be a Shetland.
2: (laughs) It'd be like a Clydesdale. I say that to say it's been duplicated across species. And so our brains prefer the exaggerated and they do this really cool thing where they compare, look at a fashion doll that girls played with back in the 60s and now look at a Barbie doll today. The accentuated legs, the accentuated breasts, the- ex- Shorter skirt. Every, everything that is is thought to be attractive is exaggerated. They looked at boys, uh, and you had these, these,
0: these the, WWF wrestlers. Yes.
2: Uh And they showed that in the- In the 60s. Or the, the 80s or 90s or whatever, and then looked at- one today, where it just has muscles on muscles. It's it's so exaggerated. And so our brains flock to that. We'll choose that over what is normal. And that's one of the things that porn- pornography does, is it makes us desire the exaggerated, because porn isn't real. It's not real. It's not real.
1: I want the crazy-sized body parts Doing crazy trapezey things. And not only do I desire it, I desire it over the real thing. Which is why this is
2: week two, which is why porn doesn't go away when you get married. Because having sex with your wife isn't the point. The point, because she'll never, she's good, healthy, normal, and she'll never be super normal. And so you'll never get the same dopamine hit, even though it's actual sex with an actual person.
1: When one of the guys got off porn, he was like, I actually want to kiss my girlfriend now.
2: Yeah, so weird. Which is why you're seeing just an explosion of porn use among adolescents, but actual intercourse is going down. Teenage sex is going down because they're desiring the supernormal over the normal. So you start talking about addiction and that it hijacks the brain and hijacking is where you were going one place and it diverts and goes to another. And that's what addiction is doing. With this early exposure and constant exposure to pornography, your brain is really getting hijacked from life, from healthy normal.
1: Yeah. So we talk about it being hijacked from desiring the normal sexual intercourse, but it's also just being hijacked from life. Yes. Period. When you when period. you're when you're away from porn from over when you're overexposed to porn, when you're away from porn, you think about porn
2: and they can take taking the primitive part of the brain, you know, the reward center and how it works in conjunction with the prefrontal cortex. And keep in mind, they do this in such a way through animation and through humor that it's understandable and how the the reward center is that primitive part of our brain, brain stem Yeah, that contains the our drives. And so, if the brain stem is the engine the reward center is the accelerator and that's why speaking of Shetland ponies they don't have a prefrontal cortex and that's the brakes if if the reward center is the 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 accelerator then a human prefrontal cortex what's in the front that's the braking system and that's what Shetland ponies don't have and that's what beluga whales don't have
1: and you even see this with infants with newborns they the only part of the brain that's fully solidified and fully formed is the brain stem mm-hmm. at birth and then it it matures and solidifies from the back up, up. Mm-hmm. so that prefrontal cortex is the last to solidify in adulthood but you don't see my my newborn he's crying cuz he's hungry and he doesn't know that the Bottle. I tell him the bottle's warming. We got thirty more seconds, and he doesn't <laughs> prefrontal cortex go. Oh, okay, Dad. I only got thirty seconds to wait. I'm no, good. it is acceleration. Mm-hmm. I want that bottle now, and
2: I want it now. And so you
1: even see it with our newborns who don't have the prefrontal cortex. They want what they want now, and they're not waiting. They don't have yes. breaks.
2: Yeah. And so if if the reward center is the accelerator and the prefrontal cortex is the brakes, that's what says. That's what says hey, I want to eat this entire bag of Snickers. Oh, yeah. And the prefrontal cortex says, mm, maybe not. You know, I want to do this. You know, I want to have, uh, you know, drink an entire bottle of Jack Daniels. No, have a beer watching the game. Gross. So it, it's, the, it's the breaks. And, and one of the, the, the scientists in, in the film says addiction is where the breaks wear out. The breaks are gone. And I don't know where I saw this video. And I gotta find it because it's just so cool. It shows the reward center of the brain. It's some a, a porn addict is looking at pornography and they're live videoing MRIing his brain. So they're looking at his brain functioning live. And you see the blood diverted from the prefrontal cortex and rerouted into the reward center. So it's like you're seeing the foot come off the brake. And be put in onto the accelerator. You see the addiction happen. That's what you're talking about with this technology hasn't existed. Back when there's, oh, boys will be boys, there's nothing wrong with porn, there's no such thing as sexual addiction. It's caught up now where science shows us the harm. And this is a, harm.
1: It's a process. It's not my 10 year old sees porn once and his brain is completely rewired to where he lacks breaks. It's a process of mm-hmm. repeated mm-hmm. exposure. Mm-hmm. And the more you expose yourself, the more your brain is hijacked. And once it's hijacked, then we have the addiction.
2: Yes, and, and it then gets, you
1: yeah. cease having the breaks.
2: And you ha- and and there's of course addiction is very complicated. Many many sex addicts were abused as children, which impacts their brain uh, from that point on. But we now have sexual addiction that is just strictly sort of porn generated. There there was secure attachment as a child. There was no abuse as a child, but early exposure to pornography and repeated exposure to pornography that in and of itself Hijack changes brain. the brain. And when we talk about the the brakes failing, the brakes wearing out for an addict, when you hear the partner say how could you? why did you? That's being spoken by someone who still has brakes. And you know, why didn't you just stop? Well, it's some you know, well if you're in a car with good brakes, you can do that. It doesn't mean that they they can't stop, but it's 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 a whole your brain is physically wired differently. And, and that's what porn does.
1: Yes, and that is to that end, it's not that they can't learn to stop. Absolutely. The they, this video, this first brain video, does discuss um, due to that same neuroplasticity, your brain can reset can and change heal again. Said. Absolutely, after a year to three years, yes. they don't know the exact time, but your brain can reset, and you can actually have breaks.
2: Yes, absolutely. That's the good news about neuroplasticity: is that the brain can physically change back. But you got to stop watching it. Yes,
1: <laughs> you got to stop if hijacking. You, if you
2: want to get out of the hole. The first thing is to stop digging, changing the channel of your brain, getting it on to something else. I mean, there's all sorts of techniques that someone can do, but what was most important about video number one is let's remove all doubt. Pornography is harmful, and it physically alters your brain in an addictive pattern. The science is in. There is no question about it that pornography is addiction.
1: And I loved how he said, we're not here to tell you that it's bad and evil and should be outlawed. You get to determine that. Mm -hmm. What we're telling you is it rewires your brain towards addiction. Yeah. And you get to decide whether that's bad or not. If that's
2: bad or not. Yeah. So get it, brainheartworld.org. You can watch them for free. And send us questions, comments. Uh, Next week we'll deal about how pornography seriously impacts... You showed this at your church a week or so ago, right? Yep. Uh, this second video, and it was apparently pretty impactful for some folks.
1: Yeah, we had one gentleman that was crying. Yeah. During the viewing of that, and it is, it is, yeah, it's certainly impactful. Are we going to talk solutions or just discuss the videos? Um, we'll talk. We've so- kind of talked
2: solutions. Yes, we've talked about that. But when you can't, you see that it's harming you. You see that it's harming your relationship. You see the harm that it does to individuals in the industry and all of this and sex trafficking and child trafficking, and you still repeatedly use, we're addicted. And there's help available for that.
1: Uh, Maybe a fourth episode or maybe just the tail end of the third episode, potentially making the third episode a little longer. Yep. If you want more information about this or find any links to this website uh, and the videos, paradoxpodcast.com, you can find our previous episodes as well. You can also find us on our socials there. We appreciate you guys for listening. We would love if you reviewed the show on your favorite podcast channel, but only if it's a positive review. We don't yes. want any negatives.
2: I loved it. So A guy not long ago said he listens to it while he's on his tractor. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh. that that was good. And so please only positive review. Seriously, no negatives. But if me asking for a positive makes you want a negative review, then forget again, what we said. Fight the feeling. And only positive
2: uh and
1: then we would love Except if you, the one
2: lady that we're not deep enough we didn't and we go, oh, <laughs> guilty <laughs> okay yeah that's and us. one
1: of our critiques was we're not deep enough yeah
2: whoops of course to a gnat, a thimble is deep <laughs> so really what is and isn't deep really Subjective. are you calling the woman a gnat? no
1: oh no she was saying one deep and his name okay and we would love if you shared the show with family friends random people off the street
2: that may be looking at that
1: you pulled in to watch this video
2: Uh, Have a good day. See ya.
0: Paradox is produced by Billy Lee Myers Jr. For more about Billy, go to therapywithbilly.com. For more information about our Paradox evangelist, Julie Lyles Carr, go to julielylylscarr.com. And if you want more details about what was discussed on today's show, go to paradoxpodcast.com.